And welcome to the Do You Podcast. Buckle up because you're about to go on an adventure. An adventure to unlock your potential and change the direction of your life. I present to you your host, Vera Stepina. Welcome back to the Do You Podcast with Vera Stepina. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about ADHD and other conditions and things that we have that a lot of times we just allow them to define our lives and define ourselves. So where I'm coming from, we didn't have ADHD. There was no ADHD in Soviet Union. I'm pretty sure they just recently discovered autism. They still don't know what that is. And back in the day, you know, when I was going to school, there was a weird kid, there was a crazy kid, there was a stupid kid. So there were quite a lot of labels, but we didn't really have anything that was diagnosed to a degree that would explain things that we do and how we do them. And I think to a degree that actually helped me a lot, not knowing that I have ADHD. I didn't get, you know, diagnosed with ADHD until I was a lot older. And when I did, I'm like, well, duh, that explains a lot. It actually makes a lot of sense now that you are telling me what I'm experiencing. And I'm like, I'm totally doing all of those things, such as not being able to focus on things, not being able to focus on a single task, being distracted all like very easily, fidgeting, getting bored extremely fast. So all of those things that everybody would know if they knew they had ADHD or if they were diagnosed when they were kids. And I think having these labels attached to ourselves can actually hold us back greatly. And what I mean by that is when you know a certain thing about yourself, you're going to stop looking for solutions. And that applies not to just things like ADHD or OCD or I don't know, whatever else, but also medical conditions like diabetes and, you know, other things that we get diagnosed with. Because at that point, we're like, well, you know, I can't do this because I have this thing that prevents me from doing that. And it's extremely important to understand that there's so many different ways to get to where you want to be. And it doesn't always have to be that one particular way. It doesn't have to be the way that this person says, just because you read that one book, you don't have to do it that way. But learning all of those things so that you can come up with your own way, so that you can see of opportunities, just seeing how many windows there are, how many doors. And it just depends on what door you're going to knock on. Going through childhood and, you know, my youth and then going into an adulthood, having ADHD, I worked full-time jobs, I worked nine-to-five jobs, I went to college, I have a master's degree that I have. Was that easy? It was not easy. I was forced into doing a lot of things. I was pushed into a lot of different things. And some of them actually turned out to be fine. But I just learned that there's a different way for me to do things versus I cannot focus on one thing. I just know that it's challenging for me to focus on one thing for longer than 20 minutes. So the way I build my schedule, the way I even build my studying, and I didn't even know any of that. So that was more of a intuition, I guess, but I have to build my schedule around 20 minute blocks so that I can focus on one thing for 20 minutes, and then I can move on to something else. Or I have to take a 10 minute break so that I can go back and continue to work on the thing that I'm working on. It's also extremely important to understand that I cannot have any distractions, which means if I'm having a coaching call with a client, all I have in front of me is literally my Google Calendar, my Zoom window, and the client app that I use to track, you know, whatever things that they have to track are their food, their movement, messages, homework assignments, and stuff like that. So I don't have my Facebook open. I don't have my phone next to me. My phone is always on silent because it is just so distracting the life that we're living right now. Everything is just so stimulating. And we keep going back for more and more stimulation. We keep going back for more of, you know, those endorphins to 
the more of the dopamine so that we can get stimulated even more but essentially that holds us back and that prevents us from moving forward and so going back to other conditions that you allow to define yourself for example you've done a lot of stupid shit in your life and you've done some really really bad decisions and you got yourself to a point that you were diagnosed with diabetes and you're like well this is it the doctor said i have diabetes now i'm gonna get on medication and that's it no it's not it there are so many things that you can do to actually reverse that does that mean you're gonna have to do things that you don't want to do absolutely and it blows my mind when people say i want to do this and i want to get this result well i want to sit on the couch and watch netflix and eat chips all day and pet dog that's what i want is that going to bring me to where i want to be no it won't but also is that going to be satisfying no it won't be satisfying like you have to do things that you don't necessarily always want to do in order to get places and the more and more we move through life the more convenience we have in our life the less things we actually have to do physically the less things that we want to do like everything is so convenient everything is so available we have everything delivered to us like we don't have to go to the store we don't have to walk to school we don't have to walk to work we like we go on amazon and everything is delivered to us the next day yet still we don't have everything that we want because you're always going to want more it's called a paradox of choice so to all of those people that if you have something like like I have, if you have ADHD and you're like, I just simply can't do that. No, you can't. You just need to find a way that works for you. You need to create your life in a way that it's simpler. And perhaps you just need to reward yourself with certain things after you get a task done. If that's the way, then that's the way. But essentially things that you are like, where are you going to has to have so much value that it will it will pay off for everything that you do right now. So all of those things things that you don't want to do. Like, do you think I like to fill out spreadsheets? No, I don't like filling out spreadsheets. My coach once asked a group of us, he said, if you were to define yourself in terms of how many percent vision you have, how many percent operation skills you have, or operations, not skills, I have a lot of skills, doesn't mean I always use them. But if you were to define yourself as vision versus operations, like, for example, you have 50% vision, and you have 50% operations to fulfill on that vision, like, I'm 100% vision and 0% operations. And I talk about it very openly. I love shiny objects. I love having ideas. Like people say, it's my birthday. What restaurant we're going to go to? I say, it's my birthday. Let's let's do a CrossFit competition. Let's invite, I don't know, let's invite Cardi B to sing. Like, how can we organize that? Like my mind always goes to big things. They're really hard to fulfill. So sometimes I have to stop myself before I start doing all of those big things because it's not even feasible to to get there as fast as I want to get there. But also, is it possible? It's absolutely possible. You just need to figure out a way on how you can do that with what you have available. And as I know about myself, I have this much focus that I can spend on this particular task. Doesn't mean I can't do that task. No, it doesn't mean that. It just means that it has to be done in a different way. So certain things, I just do them a lot slower than some other people. But also, there are other things that I can do extremely fast. If I focus on something that that I absolutely love, I can deliver that. I can probably get that done 10 times faster than a lot of people. So there are definitely advantages to, you know,
know, quote unquote, not normal. And that's fine. Like you don't have to be always fitting into the, like you don't ever have to be fitting in in all all of those normal. And this is how it has to be done. And this is the best way. Like the best way is the the way that works for you. Sometimes maybe it's the harder way. Sometimes maybe it's the easier way, but you have to figure that your own way so you can get to where you want to be. Otherwise you're always going to stay back. So having medical conditions define you and define your life. That's if anything, that's stupid because everybody has so much potential. Like remember when you were a child, things that you were dreaming of, is that all gone? So now you're all just stuck to a nine to five job and sitting on a couch, eating chips and watching Netflix and just dreading about another day, exactly the same as it was today. Because for for the most part, that's how most people live. And that's just, that's just sad. It's just sad that we live these lives because we just, we have those things that define us and all of the labels that we continuously slap on ourselves. I'm lazy. I'm unmotivated. I'm too fat. I'm stupid. Nobody likes me. Like, what is that? Why? Why do you do that to yourself? Instead of looking for solutions, instead of looking for the opportunities, we just sit back and we're like, well, the doctor said I have ADHD. So all of this is not possible to for me. Well, if you say it's not possible, then yeah, it's not going to be possible. But you are also in control of what you say. And you're in control of how you react to things and how you see things. You are in control of your perception. But what it does take, it takes some open mind to actually open your eyes and look at yourself from a from a 90 degree angle and ask yourself, is that really what I am? Is that really the end of my road? Is this really all I'm capable of? Is this really what I'm happy with? Because for the most part, nobody is 100% happy ever. And so there was actually this really cool study, 1985, I believe, when therapists were just starting to learn about happiness. And instead of focusing on people being unhappy, they started to learn more about happiness and how to increase that. And so there was this research where everybody, so many people, I don't know how many people there were, but so many people were provided with pagers. And so at a certain time of the day, random time of the day, they would be getting a message. And when they get a page, they would have to respond with number one, their level of happiness on a scale from zero to 10. And number two, they would have to describe, I don't know, I think how their day is going or something like that. But what was really interesting is that majority of responses were always a seven. And we're talking, so 85, so that's 30 years ago, right? 40 years ago, some years ago, I don't know, many years ago, where people didn't have internet, where people didn't have DoorDash, where people didn't have Instacart. But the thing is that like that doesn't change. Like the level of happiness, sometimes people get more sad, sometimes people get some little bit happier, like on a big day of their life where something big happens, but then they essentially go back to that number seven, because we're not ever completely happy unless we decide to be. And you just need to understand that no matter it is that you have in your life, unless you decide to be 100% happy with what you have, then you will never get there. And again, that's the paradox of choice. It doesn't matter if you don't have diabetes, you're still not going to be happy. And And a lot of times we say, I wish I didn't have this thing so that I can do X, Y, Z. No, you wouldn't. Because if you wanted to, you would still do it. Now, how many people do you know? And I'm sure you know at least one person that has something extremely terrible happen in their life and they overcame that and they came out on the other side, a complete winner. And we're like, well, they must have something that I don't have. 
No, they don't. It's just they decided that that's what I'm going to do. And even in my coaching practice, the biggest thing that we work on, although majority of my clients come to me for weight loss, change in physical habits, and all of those like actually very surface things, because once you start to dig a little bit deeper, the biggest, biggest issue that majority of the people have is I know what to do, yet I'm not doing it. Why am I doing things that are not good for me? So those are the things that we work on on a daily basis. And sometimes people just have so much resistance and they just decide, you know, I'm just not made for this and this is not working for me. But the thing is that it's not working for you if you resist to change, if you resist to making change. And that resistance is what's holding you back. That resistance, it's what keeping you where you are right now. And that is exactly one thing that you need to actually be aware of. What is that that you are resisting and why are you resisting it? There's so many things behind it. There's so many truths that we have in our life. There's so many beliefs that we have that basically our life is made out of beliefs and we make every decision according to those beliefs. Guess what? They, those can be changed. And I don't necessarily like to call them limiting belief they are in a way but it's not it's not entirely true but all of those limiting things that you have and the beliefs about how you do things, who you are, who you're surrounded with, how life works, and how people are, all of those beliefs, essentially, they are responsible for where you are in your life. And a lot of times we like to blame things for whatever happens in our life. And you can blame all you want, but you have to be still responsible for the decision that you made in the particular situation. So if you do have diabetes and you look at the menu and you say, you know what, to Today, I'm going to have this because I just feel, you know, like having it. And tomorrow, I'm going to make a different choice. No, you have to take responsibility for that because with every decision that you make about everything that you do in your life, starting from when you open your eyes in the morning, that's how your life goes. So with every little decision that you make, you're either getting closer to where you want to be or you're getting further away. So yes, you can take medication and you can continue to go down because it's only going to last so long until you have to go on an insulin shot, until you get your legs amputated and until somebody has to change your diapers and you die so much sooner than you would have if you didn't have that but you have to take responsibility for that you have to own that choice and you have to own that decision that led you to get there and just know that there are other options and yes you are capable of making those choices you literally just have to get off your ass and tell yourself with conviction that this is what I am doing. I talk to myself out loud all the time. My kids love it. Great. Maybe that will teach them something. But just going down to I have this thing and because of that thing, I can do X, Y, Z. Is that who you want to be? Is that really who you want to be in life? Is that who you want your kids to become? Speaking of the kids... My school actually offered me to evaluate my middle child for ADHD and I politely declined because I don't want him to have that label attached to him because I know how to work with that and I know how to funnel his energy into a different area. I know how to help him focus on things that need to be done. There's not enough support in most public school for this particular thing. We do have some really amazing teachers that are actually on my side who are helping me with Michael, who are helping him 
be successful. He's eight and he loves school this year. I don't know if he's going to love it next year. I don't know if he's going to like it in 10 years. But for now, that's working. And for now, I know how to funnel that. I don't want him to be put on the medication. I don't want him to rely on that. Like this can be a huge advantage. You just need to help. You just need to help them understand how to use that advantage. It doesn't have to hold you back. Whatever it is that you have, it doesn't have to hold you back. Whatever it is that you have about you, it doesn't have to hold you back. You can still find ways to go around it and to be successful. And again, I'm going to say it again. There are going to be things that you don't feel like doing. So fucking what? I don't feel like brushing my teeth every morning. Yeah, I still do that because I don't want to go to a dentist and pay 30 grand to get fake teeth, whatever it is. Be an adult. Be an adult and make decisions that serve you and serve you well. Get off your ass. Stop saying stupid things about yourself. I can't focus on this. I can't do this. I can't do that. Yes, you fucking can. Of course you can. You just have to let yourself. You need to allow yourself to do that and make more adult decisions. I hope this resonated with whoever that needs to be resonated. If you like this, please subscribe and share. Send to a friend. Don't be selfish. Help out a person. And if you, I would really appreciate sharing on social media. And if you have any feedback, if you have any reviews, I would be more than happy to see that as well. And I will see you. I will talk to you next time. We thank you for listening and hope that our show helped you look deeper into your life and see how many opportunities you have right now to change the direction of your life. Please remember to subscribe, rate the show, and share on your social media with hashtags Do You by Vera, SD Transformation Coaching, and From Broken to Unbreakable. Catch you on the flip side.